This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. Hey guys, this episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by Teamy. Teamy is a wellness company whose all-natural tea blends detox your body and improves its natural functions. The 30-day detox program is super simple and anyone at any fitness level can do it. I did it and I definitely noticed some significant changes. I lost weight. I was able to focus more in my business. I felt lighter and I wasn't even as tired throughout the day as I've been before. So go to teamyblends.com and use the discount code BOSSEDUP for 15% off your 30-day detox. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. This episode is coming out a little bit late because your girl woke up with her tonsils the size of tennis balls. Like, I don't even know how I'm speaking right now. They were so freaking, they are 
super big um and i'm like really really tired i have no energy um yeah so when i woke up i was like oh my gosh i can't even swallow this is ridiculous and so i was like well let me take a nap and then when i get up when i get back up i'm gonna do the podcast and so um i got back up and so right when i mustered up enough energy and strength to do the show they're doing construction right outside my window like drilling holes i don't know what the heck they're doing but it is super loud to where you would hear everything um, if I was to record the show. So I'm just laughing because I'm like, every single time, it's like every Monday is always something when it's time to record this show. Like the devil is big mad about the lives that are being changed as a result of this show. Whenever it's time for me to put out a book or a product, something happens because the devil is like super upset with me and the way that I am out here just committing to everything that God has me doing. And so I'm just, I would just laugh at this point. It's nothing to really get upset about. So I gargled some salt water. I prayed over myself and I'm in my closet right now because you can't hear the, um, (laughs) the drilling in here. So whatever it takes to get this podcast out, like every time before I record this podcast, I always pray and really just surrender this show back to God. And I know the reason why this show is so effective. I mean, even if I look at the numbers, I told you we have a pretty consistent audience um, of about 25,000. And we're already at that audience count and the month isn't even over yet. So looking at the numbers, we're going to we we would have significantly increased our audience by the time this month is over. And so just the way that this show and I don't pay for advertising or any of that, I barely post there's a new episode up on social media like I'm terrible at even doing that I send out emails um, but those are people that's already in my network I'm I don't do too much of promoting the show which is something I can improve on but because I don't it just shows how this show is really just spreading because of word of mouth and because of the way that the show has been impacting those of you who listen and I know that the reason that it's impacting you this way is because I'm so committed and this is not my podcast but this is God's podcast and every single time I get ready to record I my prayer is I tell God I decrease so that you can increase in me I surrender this show back to you if I need to get off topic and rant let me do it let the Holy Spirit guide me as opposed to me sticking to what my notes are allow me to speak to the people people who don't DM me, who don't email me, but who just listen to this show and feel lost. Allow me to speak to those people who feel invisible. Like I'm very passionate about setting the intentions for this show before it happens. So that's why whenever something goes on, when it's time for me to record or I get sick or something, I just laugh because I I already know what the deal is. Um, And I already know I'm fully equipped to make it happen anyway I'm always going to find a way to get it done as opposed to getting upset um so yeah I'm cracking up because I'm in the closet right now looking at all these shoes I need to organize and uh but we're able to make this show happen so I thank God for that a quick little church announcement please take the survey you guys the link to the survey is in the show notes Um, surveys are so important last week we talked about the importance of knowing your numbers and your analytics and things like that so I know my analytics but I want to know as much information about you guys so that when we do get new advertisers on the show they're relevant advertisers and not just people that's shooting in the dark like I want to know as much about you guys as possible for that and then also so that when we do new shows or when I do events or any of the other exciting things I'm working on I want to make sure that I'm appealing to you specifically. Uh, So please take the survey. 
Um, so yeah, that's it for, I guess, my little intro rant. But today's topic, for the last few weeks, we've been talking about getting ready for 2019 and getting your business ready, getting your faith ready and leveling up and all of those things. But I would be remiss if I didn't talk to you guys about the fact that we still have 71 days left in 2018. And it's so easy to um, get caught up in oh, I'm getting ready for 2019 because it's new. It seems as if it's a fresh start. It's a new year, new goals, new me, new whatever. Um, It's it's easy for us to get very optimistic about the new year, but I don't want to talk so much about the new year that we negate the fact that we still have time right now. You know, every day, the next day is not, tomorrow is not guaranteed. So it is so important that we maximize the time that we do have on a day-to-day basis as opposed to um, just rushing into this new year. And so that's what I want to talk about today. Um, I want to talk about about I think I have four points. Yeah, so I have four points slash questions that I want you guys to really think about and spend some time with over the course of this week so that you can better utilize the 71 days that we have left in 2018. You know, a lot of times as Christians, we like to blame everything on the enemy, right? It's always, oh, the devil's trying to throw me off. The devil's trying to do this. And a lot of times it is the enemy, but sometimes it's just us. Right. Sometimes it's our laziness. Sometimes it's us uh, continuing to let self-doubt overtake us. Sometimes it's us continuing to start things and not finishing them. Now we have all of these open projects, but nothing is actually done. It's about um, sometimes it's about us starting all these businesses and not making money in any of them. Sometimes it's about us listening to all the podcasts and watching all these YouTube videos and getting so motivated and not doing anything with the stuff that we learn. A lot of times it's not the enemy, it's just us. You know, it could be, it would be easy for me to be like, oh my gosh, I, my tonsils are swollen. They're doing construction outside of my window. I'm just going to put the podcast out later in the week. It would be easy for me to do that and blame it on the enemy. But did I exalt all options to make this happen? Did I do enough to soothe the fact that my throat is hurting so that I can talk for the next 45 minutes? Did I do enough to find a quiet space? Yeah, they may be doing construction out my window, but where's a little crevice that I can find in my house to do the podcast where we don't hear them? Or can I leave and go to a library or go somewhere else, go to my mama house, wherever I got to go to get the podcast done? Did I exhaust all options? And so for me, it is about prayer You know, so I'm definitely going to pray for my health. I'm going to pray over this show, but I'm also going to do everything that I that in my power to get things done. I'm going to put the work to my faith. And a lot of you guys, um, the reason why you're so excited about 2019 is because it's new. But the reason why that you haven't done all of the things that you wanted to do in 2018 is because you didn't do everything in your power to get it happen. You've blamed it on the enemy. You've chalked it up to this. um, This isn't my time. You've chalked it up to I'm gonna do better next year. You really haven't exhausted all options to make 2018 the best year yet. We still have time. God only needs an hour, a minute, a second to blow your mind. He don't even need 71 days for real, but you got to give him something to work with. So let's start with point number one is you've prayed about it, but what have you done? So again, you have to give God something to work with. Have you done every single thing in your power to do whatever it is that you said that you were going to do in 2018? Have you done every single thing in your power to get it done? 
Or did you give up because it was so hard or frustrating? The reason why I tell y'all about the certain attacks, so the reason why I talk about how I felt this morning um, or the reason why I talk about my migraine I had a couple weeks ago or how my car broke down when it was time for me to ship out journals or how USPS never came when it was time for me to ship out those prayer journals. The reason why I talk about these things is not to glorify the enemy or to make it seem or to just make it. How can I say this? It isn't to just talk about how the enemy attacks, but it's to show you my commitment to getting things done and doing everything in my power to still see through the plans that God has uh, uh, tasked me with or to see through the assignments that God has tasked me with. So it's not just to talk about the enemy, but it's to show you how, yes, things happen, but it's not time to cry about it. It's time to get it done and it's time to, to find solutions uh, to the problems as opposed to crying about the problems or or God, why is this happening to me? I feel like I'm doing what you called me to do, but why am I not seeing the results of it? Why, why, why me? Like, no, have you done everything in your power? Have you given God something to work with or have you given up? Because it's too frustrating. Because if you have, you're only going to do the same thing in 2019. Like, that's not act like you're going to wake up a new person on January 1st. You're going to have the same bad habits that you had in 2018. So what are you going to do differently that allows you to make 2019 uh, better? What are you going to do differently that allows you to collect the blessings that you've left on the table thus far this year? What are you going to do differently that's going to allow you to still make 2018 the best year yet? So you've prayed about it, but what have you done? Have you done everything? If the answer to that question is no, then let's move on to number two and go back to those 2018 goals list. Go back to those those goals that you wrote down um, at the beginning of this year or at the end of last year when you were so hype about the new year, new me, and you were so hype about what 2018 was going to be. Go back to that goals list and create a plan with action steps that allows you to get it done. Go back to those unfinished projects and pick one to actually finish. So go back to that list, create a plan with deadlines and action steps. So if you said in 2018 that you were going to write a book, you know, figure out how many, um, figure out how many, what's the word, let words, figure out how many words are going to be in this book. And then, you know, you got 71 days if you're listening to this on Monday. Um, but you know, you got 70 something days left in October. How many words do you have to write per day to get to the word count that you need to for your book to be finished? After you figure out how many words per day, then you need to set aside time each day to write that many amount of words and consistently do it every day. The root of a lot of people's problems is you don't know how to be consistent. You don't know how to work even when the high of the motivation has worn off. But remember, we talked about we're going to get more discipline because discipline is what allows you to keep working and getting things done when motivation has worn off. So, again, go back to that 2018 goals list and create a a plan with action steps and deadlines. So if your book needs to be done by the end of this year, give yourself to December 31st. Right. Give yourself all the way to the to the last minute. If that's what it takes. And divide how many words you got between that amount of days, how many words you need to do between that amount of days and set up the time to get it done. Some of you guys have been talking about starting a business and you don't change your Instagram accounts and you don't create Facebook pages and all of that. But you don't even have like a your business isn't even legally formed <laughs> like you're doing business transactions or business activities with with no real business. 
Like, let's go to the basics and get the basic stuff done, like forming your business as an LLC, like opening up a business account and not commingling your funds or actually keeping a track record of, of your keeping your books organized, your accounting organized so you know what what you're spending money on. Like some of us need to just go back to the beginning. So, again, go back to your 2018 goals list, you guys, and create a plan with deadlines to get it done. And what I want you to do is when you write this stuff down, if you, if you want to, I want you to, to put it in your stories or something like that and tag me in it because I want to hold you accountable. We're not going, we're not leaving money, blessings, or opportunities on the table in 2018. We got too much time left. So the number three, a lot of people uh, plight is that they don't have time to get things done that they need to get done. You know, I'm in school, I'm working full time, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I have this business, I don't have time. So number three is, are you in control of your time or is your time in control of you? Your time is like a budget, right? You have 24 hours in a day. You have to line by line allocate where those 24 hours in a day is going to go. Of course, you have certain responsibilities, and I'm not trying to make light of anybody's responsibilities, but it's possible. So, yeah, yeah, we're, we're busy. You know, everybody has something going on, but you have to take control of your time and, and you have to dictate what your day is going to do. So if you got to wake up 30 minutes early because you say I'm going to take those uh, that 30 minutes to an hour before my family wakes up and I'm going to listen to my praise and worship music. I'm going to drink my tea. I'm going to pray, journal, talk to God or whatever to get my mind right before the day is the day starts. Then you've already spent time with God. And you've already spent um, that time studying the word before your day even started. Now you don't even have to worry about that um, for the rest of the day. So then you get your day started with your family. And you may say, when I'm on work, because it is easy to get overwhelmed when you do have a lot of responsibilities. So let's say um, during my lunch break at work, I'm going to eat lunch outside the office and maybe take a walk around the block to clear my mind so I'm not as stressed. Like whatever it is you have to do, figure it out. You know, but you have to be in control of your time and not let it control you. That's what a lot of a lot of us mess up. We wake up with no plan. So then by the time we look up, the whole day is gone. But the way that you change that is you dictate your day hour by hour. If you got to plan, not if you got to, but plan your sleep, your iPhone, you can go in your phone right now and set up a bedtime for yourself so that you can get eight hours or so of sleep that it takes for you to be recharged. Me, I only need between like four to six hours of sleep to be able to fully operate the next day. I like to sleep, so I try to sleep for a whole eight hours. But I know if it comes, if push comes to shove and I have a lot of things that I have going on, I really only need four to six in order to be recharged. So if I got to take my eight hours of sleep and cut it down to the four to six, in order for me to get things done and still be able to do it effectively, then that's what I have to do in order to get things done. You know, right now, a lot of people ask me um, because I'm planning my wedding. Um, I'm DIYing a lot of stuff, so I don't have a wedding planner. Um, I'm doing a lot of things myself when it comes to my wedding. I'm in school I'm doing this MBA program. Of course, I have my business and things. I'm getting ready to get married, so preparing for my relationship and things like that. It's a lot of stuff going on. I don't have children yet, but there are a lot of things going on. But I'm not stressed because I dictate what happens in my day. 
I make sure that I'm doing what needs to be done in order to accomplish my goals. I have accountability partners in place. Accountability partners aren't always fun because when you want to be lazy and they telling you you need to get it done, it's not the best thing to hear. But putting those controls in place help. So for you guys that are struggling with balancing everything, you have to take control of your time. Plan out your day hour by hour. You can put alerts in your phone. Hey, in 10 minutes, it's time to start studying. Or your phone can say in 10 minutes, it's time to spend time with God. In 10 minutes, it's time to plan your content for your business. Whatever it is, you control your day. Iron out every single thing that you're going to do. Put it in your phone, set alerts up. But it's we can't keep making excuses or letting our responsibilities be crutches for us uh, executing the way that God wants us to. So again, you guys, are you in control of your time or is your time in control of you? And then the last thing I wanted to bring up is um, a lot of you guys have nine to fives and you have um, businesses and a lot of you wanted to be self-employed by now. So you may have wrote in 2018, I'm going to be self-employed. But my question to you is like, have you figured out what it takes to be self-employed yet? So if you haven't, at the bare minimum, you need to know how much money do you need to make to live? Becoming self-employed is really not that difficult. Technically, all you got to do is quit your job and you're self-employed, whether your business is doing something or not. But if you want to make the the transition to being self-employed and already be making money in your business and things like that, have you done what it takes to figure out what you need to do to accomplish that yet? Figure out how much money you need to make to live. And when you really look at the numbers, you realize that a lot of the things that you may be calculating are luxuries and not bare necessities. So when I say calculate your survival number or what it is that you need to to live, calculate what you need for food, shelter, the bare minimum, whatever bills that you have, the bare minimum. Calculate that and then calculate how much your business needs to operate. And that's the number that you need to be bringing in initially in order to um, make the transition from entrepreneur to, uh, well, it's from side hustler to full-time entrepreneur. That's all you need is whatever that number is. That's all you need in order to continue to live and eliminate the nine to five. You may not have the luxuries that you had when you had a, um, a nine to five job, but you're able to make that transition. When I first left I calculated that number way back when I knew I was preparing to leave my job. So what I realized, though, was I was spending a lot of money on dumb stuff and my living expenses was high. So I'm looking for different ways. If I got to move in with somebody or whatever, I was looking at different ways to cut back on my expenses so that it can be easier for me to leave my job. So that's something that you need to be figuring out um, is how much does it take to be self-employed? How much does it take to live? And then also, how do your... What are your revenue streams in your business and do they support the that number? Because not only do you need the number to survive, so that's just from making that transition, but you do have to think about the lifestyle that you want to live and you have to build a business that supports the lifestyle you want to live. So for me, I want a lifestyle where I have the freedom of my time. I didn't want to leave a job to be a slave to my business. I want the freedom of my day-to-day time. So because of that, Passive income is very important to me. So when I'm building revenue streams, I'm writing books, putting out journals, putting out courses, putting out this devotional that's coming out before the year is out. All of these things are passive income. So I'm making money in my sleep. I'm making money while I'm awake and not doing anything. 
I realized I didn't like my house looking like a storage unit and I didn't, it took too much time to be packaging books and shipping it out. And then people are emailing me if something happens with UPS. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that because that takes up time that I want to use to other things. So let me move my stuff over to just Amazon. So y'all can order it off Amazon and get it in two days and you can communicate with them if anything, anything happens with packaging or anything like that. So it's me building a business around the lifestyle that I want to live. So you have to figure that out as well. What is the lifestyle that you want to live in? How can you build a business that supports that? And even with um, not just with the freedom of my time, I don't want to think about money and I don't I didn't grow up poor. I didn't grow up um, needing much. You know, I had a, I grew up somewhat luxurious. You know, I had a lot of stuff. I had everything that I wanted. Um, my mother was successful in a network marketing company. So I always had pretty much whatever I wanted. So being an adult, it's kind of hard to go from having whatever you wanted to now like having to look at tags and all of that is difficult. I know that the end of the day, I'm going to have to, you know, I, I knew I would have to struggle or not necessarily struggle, but not live to the caliber that I was used to for a period. I was cool with that. But when it came to building a business, I wanted a business that didn't have an income cap. And because of that, I knew I had to build passive income. And also my prices for other things had to be set accordingly. So um, if I'm going to speak somewhere, I need to charge according to um, my worth. And also, according to the lifestyle that I want to live, but you, it still has to be comparable to um, industry standards and things like that. But when it comes to setting my prices, I wasn't going to lowball myself because I knew the lifestyle I wanted to live. I told myself in 2018, I was not doing any more free speaking engagements. I did a lot of free speaking engagements up until this year. Um, and it worked prior because I was doing consulting. So you can, it's like a free to fee method of speaking to where you may go somewhere that you may not charge them to speak, but you are allowed to upsell the audience in some way. So you end up making the money that you want to make on the back end. Stuff like that makes sense. But because I'm not working with people one-on-one, I don't have that consultant leg in my business and speaking is a revenue stream for me. I'm not going anywhere and, and speaking for free unless I want to give back in that way. So there might be places where I might do it, but it's because I want to support the person or I want to give back. It has to be my choice. But if somebody is booking me, if there is a process for that with with coins involved that is co- uh, commensurate, whatever that word is, to my worth. Um, so the same thing for you. You have to figure out in your business, how are you going to organize those revenue streams where you're seeing the, the money that you want to see, where you're able to support yourself, where you're able to start building that lifestyle that you want to live. You have to figure those things out. And these are things that you really need to figure out over the next 71 days. So that way, even if your your 2018 goal was to... Um, become self-employed and now you've made that a 2019 goal at least now you're going into 2019 with a clear plan or at least now you've changed your business model where you're adding more passive income or where you're upping your prices um so that you can support yourself when you're making those changes now you're enter now when 2019 hits you're starting a year off with a business that's that's positioned to be able to be your full-time gig So a quick recap of all four is, number one, you prayed about it, but what have you done? Number two, go back to your 2018 goals list, write a plan with deadlines and action steps to get it done. 
excuse me, number three, are you in control of your time or is your time in control of you? And then number four, if you want to be self-employed, have you figured out what it takes to get there? So look into your business models and figuring out how to multiply your revenue streams, how to diversify your revenue streams so that you don't always have to show up somewhere to get paid. Because if all of your your um, income streams are active, then your your income is limited to the time that you have. So some of y'all just need to up the passive income streams and you'll see so much more money being made as opposed to always having to do something to get paid. Um, so, yeah, those are just my four little points I have for you guys. Uh, we still have 71 days left in this year, and it's time for us to to get everything that we've prayed for in this um, in 2018. So we're not going to be so focused on 2019 that we're leaving money, blessings and opportunities on the table. I'm going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back and answer answer a couple questions. This episode is brought to you by Teamy, an all-natural wellness company that formulates tea blends that help with health problems people face on a daily basis. It helps improve sleep, give energy, reduce bloating, and the list goes on. I must admit, at first I was a bit skeptical when they approached me because we see Instagram celebrity detox teas all of the time and we have no idea if they actually work. After doing some research, what stood out to me was that the tea blends were high quality and they had lots of success stories of real everyday people. I was completely sold once I saw the results for myself during and after completing the 30-day detox. During the 30 days, I drank the skinny tea blend in the morning and the colon cleanse every other night before bed. I lost three pounds within the first two weeks. I saw a significant difference in my midsection area. I didn't even have to wear Spanx to a wedding, and that was a really big deal. And as a daily coffee drinker, what stood out the most is that I didn't crave my morning cup of coffee because the tea had already given me the energy that I needed. So don't just take my word for it. Give Timmy's 30-Day Detox a try for yourself by going to www.teamyblends.com and use the discount code BOSSEDUP for 15% off your order. Let's get back to the show. Okay, I'm back. I had to get some water. I was struggling. Um, But let's answer some questions. If you have a question that you want me to answer, you can DM me on Instagram at Tatum Tamia. You can send me an email, Tatum at TatumTamia.com, or you can go to uh, BlessedAndBossedUp.com, click on the Ask a Boss tab, and you can submit your question there. Okay, so this question says... um, Hi, Tatum. How do you talk to God and hear his voice? I listen to your podcast and you are so spiritually connected and I struggle so badly with it. 2018 has been the absolute worst year of my life and I pray so hard for signs and guidance and I feel like they all go unanswered. I want to have faith and believe and I've been trying to get that wholeheartedly, but I don't feel like he hears me or even know that he even exists for that matter. I've tried all of your techniques, fasting, prayer closet, just openly talking and asking him to lead me to whatever is in his will and everything goes and answer. So I love this question because I totally relate to it. And a lot of you guys hear me talk now and hear my spiritual maturity or how close me and God's relationship are is now, but it's definitely has not always been this way. You know, this is something that's very, very new for me. Um, but it's something that I had to be very intentional about growing. You know, God is always with us. He's always speaking to us. 
the problem isn't if he's speaking, it's we're not hearing. And there are always a variety of factors that block us from being able to hear from God. And I, and I like to call it noise. A lot of times it's, it's noise and it's either internal or external. External noise may be you spend so much time busy, whether it's in your day, whether it's on you may be spending a lot of time scrolling on social media, whatever it is, you're always doing something and you're not able to hear from God because you never take the time to be still. And and silencing the external noise is actually a lot easier to do because it's a little bit more tangible like okay if I'm working a lot or if I'm busying myself with so much let me just stop so I can be able to hear from God but the problem comes in is that internal noise the internal noise may be your own doubts so in this question you said that um I don't feel like he hears me or even exists for that matter that's your own personal stuff that's internal noise that's that doubt that's causing you to not to be able to hear from God because you don't even fully believe if he's if he's there to communicate with you or not, you know, and it's an understandable place to be. in. You know, I don't I don't want to tell you that you're wrong or anything like that, because you're it's OK to feel how you feel, you know, and I'm so ex- I'm so happy that you were comfortable enough to be that transparent with me. And I totally understand um, where you're coming from. So those internal noises, though, a lot of times do block us from hearing from God. It may be the it may be that hurt that you're still holding on to from somebody in a church doing you wrong. That may be an internal noise blocking you from hearing from God. It may be your own thoughts. You can't seem to quiet your mind. So you may be physically still, but you can't get mentally still because your mind is still wandering. All of these things are internal noises. And it really does take a lot of work for us to get out of our own way and silence these external and internal noises in order to hear from God. Um, and so she she did mention, you said about fasting and prayer closet, et cetera. Those things, those things are hard to tell if they work, if you aren't silencing those noises. So if you're fasting all day, but you're not being still and quiet and studying the word and really having your heart open and everything silenced to hear from God, it doesn't, you don't really get the same effect from it. It's almost like I'm, I feel like I'm just starving myself all day. I didn't get anything from this as opposed to um, if you were really in a position to where you were confident that you were going to hear from God, you went into the fasting day with expectations and you have gotten to that point where you're able to silence things. Then the fasting days feel better because you're able to get so much from it. So what I would do, um, my advice for you would be to what for would be to do what I did in the very beginning and that was I didn't know how to hear from God so I had to figure out how does God speak to people at all you know I may listen to sermons and they may say oh God told me to do this or you may listen to this podcast and I may say God told me to do this so I felt led to do that or God is leading me in my steps you may hear me say that now but in the beginning I couldn't say anything like that because I had no idea when God was telling me anything you know, so what I would tell you to do is what I did in the beginning. I got Joyce Meyer's book, and I'm going to always cater for this book, How to Hear from God. I love the book because it it defines clearly how God speaks to people. So in order for you to figure out or narrow down how he speaks to you, you kind of got to figure out how does he speak in general. So with that book, I was able to really identify how God speaks to people. So then whenever I thought that God was speaking to me, I could go back to that book like, oh, wait, I keep 
let's say, um, hmm. I don't know, let's say I keep seeing butterflies or whatever. I don't know. But I, I remember in Joyce Meyer book, um, she said that, that God speaks to people through nature. So let me figure out what this means. You know, so having that book really allowed me to understand how he speaks to people so that I can then be able to kind of decipher how he speaks to me. Also, in addition to that is when I first started journaling and a lot of and what you wrote in this question is, is similar to the things that I wrote in my journal. And um, whenever I would write things in my journal, I would look for or when I would write prayer requests in my journal, I will always look for scriptures to back up what I'm writing down because God will always speak to you for sure through the Bible. And so if I'm struggling with, let's say, um, let's say one of the things I was struggling with was I didn't, I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur. Let's just use that because that's what we've been talking about. I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur. So I was Googling, what does God say about success? What does God say about uh, wealth? What does God say about these things? And I would begin to look in the Bible and learn about what God says about certain things and read different stories in the Bible and learn how how God handled certain certain situations. And that will allow me to get to know him. You know, we have to a lot of times go back to the very beginning and get to know God the, the same way we would try to get to know someone that we can physically see. So by me getting to know God, in addition to reading that book, I was able to kind of learn how he operates. I was able to not be so intimidated when it seems like the world was crashing around me because I learned from reading the Bible that sometimes God has to, to break things, break you down in order to build you back up. So because I'm reading the Bible and I'm, I'm, I'm using that as a measuring stick to my life, I'm able to better decipher things. And also, as you're reading the Bible, you may find a scripture that just really sits with you. Like it's, it's uh, you may have heard it a million times. You may have never seen it before, because a lot of times you might read the same passage or whatever, and something will stand out that you've never seen before. So as you spend it, as you spend time getting to know God by reading the Bible, then something may really just resonate with you. That's God speaking to you. That's like, oh, I, I know this is for me. That's God speaking to you. Or you may listen to this podcast and I may say something that really just rocks your soul. It's that's God speaking through me to you. That's why I told you guys that how hard I pray prior to each episode and why I go through so much to get each episode out as opposed to procrastinating or whatever is because I want God to use me to speak to you. And I make myself available for that to happen because I know a lot of you guys don't know how to hear from God yet. And I want to be a vessel to help deliver messages to you that you can go and then build upon um, with your own relationship but again I will tell you after you get that book to to write your prayer request now say God I don't know how to hear from you I want to hear your voice God I feel like I'm struggling to know if you even exist because all hell is breaking loose in my life and I don't understand why you're letting that happen these are this is, this is real stuff that people go through and I'm not going to try to ever make you feel like it's something wrong with how you feel because so many people feel this way. And I remember feeling this exact way, crying, God, why are you putting me through this? Even this year, like, God, I started living for you and all of this is going on. I might as well go back to doing what I was doing. It was like, it seemed like it was better. Like, why, why am I going through all this? It seemed like this is the most testing year I've ever had in my life. Like what's going on? But as I continue to get to know God and doing the things that I'm telling you, I'm able to get new perspective and be able to, to have new lenses. 
Um, so yeah, get that book, write your prayer request down for God. I'm not even telling you got to get my journal, get a blank one. They got them on Amazon for like $4. Get you just a blank notebook. You can go to the dollar store and get you a blank spiral notebook and just write down how you feel. And after you write down how you feel, find scriptures that speak to your situation. So Google scriptures about how to hear from God or scriptures about trusting God scriptures about is God real Write, go find these scriptures and read these scriptures and read these patches, passages and read these stories so that you can be able to see yourself in them. God speaks. That's a, a, a way that God speaks to you is through his word. For me, I find a lot of comfort in the story of David because so as as when God be, began to show me what my life was like and the magnitude of what my life was going to mean, it was exciting and scary but it was like wow I'm going to be so important you know I'm going to impact millions of people I'm going to be so successful that's awesome God is showing me all of this great but then I was like why am I going through so much but then I had to understand the story of David David was minding his business and for and for me it was um my anointing was kind of like uh I don't want to do that (laughs) I'm minding my business and here come God choosing me so David was minding his business. His father, when Samuel went to go appoint the next king, well, not appoint the next king, but choose the next king, um, his father didn't even call him in the house to see Samuel. But Samuel went through all of his brothers and were like, no, nah, it's none of them. Do you got another son? And that's when he called David into the house. And Samuel said, this is going to be king. And after uh, Samuel said that God made, is going to make David king, David went right back into the field and continued doing what he was doing. Then after that, he got an opportunity to go and work for Saul, who was the king at the time. But then Saul was so jealous of him that Saul was trying to kill him. So then David go through all of this. Saul's trying to kill him. David you know, made a whole lot of mistakes and all of this stuff. But he was still king. He had to go through all of that and 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 um, defeat. I always talk about how he killed the lion and the bear in his backyard before killing Goliath. He had to go through all of that in order for God to get the glory. So for you... You, a lot of times you we go through things so that God can get the glory. I like I want to use Takia as an example. Um she was on this show. I don't remember what episode, but um she was she talks she works in mental health now and she does such amazing things for for mental health. But she talks about how she is a suicide survivor and how she um how she struggles with her mental health and, and, and her diagnosis and things like that and navigating what this means. And, and I can only imagine all of the things that she's gone through as a result. But, and I mean, you can listen to the episode and she talks about it, but she went through all of that. And now God is using her to impact people who have mental illnesses and God is using her as an advocate for the patient and not just being, not just from a therapist perspective. Like she went through all of that and God is using it for her glory. She almost took her own life and God spared her. And he was with her during those times where he, she didn't know that he was uh, that She didn't even know that he was with her where she didn't even, she was questioning if God was real because of something somebody told her in the church where she was in the same place that you are in, but now he is using her to impact people. So I would say also don't look at this year like this is the worst year of my life. It probably, it might be a a really hard time. But as you're doing the things that I'm saying, really try to change your perspective as well because a lot of that internal noise that I talked about comes from our negative perspective on what's going on. And this is easier said than done. Let me just put that disclaimer out there. 
much easier said than done. But it's something we have to force ourselves to do. So instead of me just feeling defeated, let me figure out or let me ask God as I'm continuing to, to get to know him. Like, why am I? Can you God, can you just show me why I'm going through all of this? Can you just show me my purpose so I can kind of make sense of all of this? So, yeah. Get Joyce Meyer's book to learn how God hears from people. Um, I mean, how God speaks to people. Start writing everything that you feel. It's a it's just a great exercise in general to get things off your head and your heart onto paper. Um, find scriptures to back that up because you will find comfort in a lot of the stories in the Bible. Um, try your hardest to change your perspective on what's going on. And you might can be able to look in the Bible that people who have gone through X, Y, Z. So let's say for a woman who may feel like she's getting into her older years and hasn't been able to conceive a child and it's something that's really bothering her. She may be able to find comfort in like Sarah who got pregnant when she was um, older or Elizabeth who was supposed to be barren and um, got pregnant. You may find that that woman may find comfort in those stories. So I will always direct you right back to the Bible. And a lot of people, they have issues reading the, um, a lot of people have issues uh, understanding the Bible. I would suggest you download the Bible app, the version Bible app, and then you can read it in like the message Bible. The message Bible is great. It reads like a story. So it's not all of the thighs and those and all the extra stuff in there. Um, I like the the New Living Translation version uh, because it's very plain language without all the fillers. Because I think for me, the Message Bible makes a one sentence scripture like three pages long. But um, but yeah, find a um, what's it called? A version that works for you. Um, when you spend time with God, don't just go in a closet and look around and, and think that oh, something's going to fall out the sky, but really just set your intentions to just be like, God, I'm here. I'm quieting the noise. Help me quiet the noise so that I can hear from you. And while you're in there, listen to praise music. I always suggest praise and worship music because it puts you in the, it puts your spirit in the right um, posture to hear from God. So for me, that's what helps me silence my internal noise. My mind moves a hundred miles a minute. So when I'm, before I go into my prayer closet, I have to listen to to worship music because it puts me in a mindset of gratefulness. It puts me in the mindset of humbleness. That's why I listen to worship music and, and um, pray before doing this podcast, because it allows me to kind of get rid of however I feel so that I can be used by God. So the same thing for you, just trying these different things, but your heart has to be right. Your heart has to be right. God is always with us. He, it's just up to us to find him. Um, but yeah, that's my long-winded answer to that question. I pray for you before recording this show because I completely understand where you are. I most definitely have been there. Um, and I hope you really take to heart everything that I said and really just continue to seek God, listening to sermons, whatever it is that you um have to do just continue to seek him because when you seek him with your whole heart without the noise without the biases you will find him um but yeah I definitely pray for you as well and please keep me updated I'm going to continue to pray for you but please keep me updated um because I know that you're going to have such an amazing story after you get over this hurdle 
So that's going to be it, you guys, for the questions. Um, we're coming up on time. So we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up here. If you have a question, slide in my DMs. It's the easiest way. Um, at Tatum to me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram as well, you guys, at Tatum to Mia. And um, let's pray and close out the show. Lord, I thank you for another great episode of this podcast. I thank you that this isn't a platform to glorify me. This is not a platform where I want to be the center, but this is a platform that brings people back to you, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for what you do every single week on this show and what you will continue to do on this show and in the lives of everybody who listens. I thank you for the new people who are listening to the show, for the people who didn't even know that it was possible to experience you in this magnitude from a podcast, Lord God. Father, I pray that you allow everything that I've said this week um, and in previous weeks to continue to sit on the hearts of your people. I pray that you sent other people to them that waters the seeds that I planted on this show, Lord God, or allow me to water some seeds that other people have planted, Lord God. Father, allow me to just be a small piece of a larger puzzle in their lives that ultimately uh, allows them to do great things in your name and to build uh, successful businesses that give glory to you to build these amazing brands, Lord, that they had their hearts set on doing. I pray that you continue to guide them throughout this week, Lord God. Give them a renewed energy. Give them a renewed motivation. Give them that that passion that they have about the new year. Give it to them right now, Lord God, so that they can be able to execute for the remainder of this year and give them uh, the discipline that whenever that that excitement wears off they're still able to see through the plans and the assignments that you have given them I pray for an increased level of success in this year I pray I declare and decree that the rest of this year will, will make up for any hell that they have may have gone through in the beginning of this year Lord God I pray for increased clarity in their lives I pray for them to be able to experience you in a way that they haven't experienced experienced you before for anybody who even has an inkling of doubt on if you exist Lord God Father I pray that you meet them exactly where they are and show them your face in a way where they will never doubt you again Father I pray that you give people peace in the storms that they are going through peace that surpasses all understanding peace that can only be attributed to you because if anybody else was going through what they were going through they would be destroyed by now so Father I thank you that you give them strength peace and joy throughout this week and throughout any circumstances Lord God and I pray for increased favor allow them to walk into new opportunities for the rest of this year allow them to walk into new income allow them to create new revenue streams that are successful allow them to be more diligent and intentional with their time so they can be able to execute at a high level Lord God Father I pray that as they walk throughout this week that you and your army of angels are walking with them fighting on their behalf slaying any demon that thinks that it's going to come close to them Lord God I thank you in advance for your protection over their lives I thank you for keeping their minds we're getting close to the holiday season and that time is not happy for a lot of people Lord God so I pray that you keep their mind focused on you in the midst of this time and once again Lord I thank you for everything that you're doing through this show through this platform and in the lives of everyone who is touched by it have your way in their lives, God. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys, I will talk to you next week.